Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Deejans, it is Friday, December 29th. We've got NFL Week 17 bets, NBA, NHL as well. I'm Mad Max joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, this is the last show of the year. Are, are, are we excited? I'll tell you what I, I will say about the last show of the year. We have to do the exact opposite of what we did with the parlay yesterday because we didn't get one single pick right. Uh, I even almost said... I knew it would have been chalky as hell, but I was like, man, should we take the Boston Celtics on the money line? Maybe not eat all those points? Wouldn't have mattered because we lost the other two games as well. But, uh, man, you almost called your shot there, Celtics. The Pistons blew a 21-point lead, Max. 21 points. Embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing for everyone. Embarrassing for the Pistons to blow that lead, but embarrassing for the Celtics to be in that position to begin with. Uh, No Jalen Brown on the court yesterday. Um... Jason Tatum was doing what he could. Uh, Porzingis eventually got into the rhythm later on in the game. Uh, huge third quarter by the Celtics, like tied it up. Uh, ended up going to overtime. They had a chance to win it. They, they were they were in the lead late in the fourth, and uh, Detroit tied it back up. And then uh, Jason Tatum had a chance to win it, uh, won it overtime, and Celtics sealed it. Then, um, but yeah, I mean, just think about that. You know, a team that had lost twenty seven games in a row and a team that was undefeated at home and a team that has championship aspirations and it could have been the upset upset of the century really uh hyperbole aside that would have been one of the largest you know biggest upsets in the history of fucking sports seriously a team that uh they had lost 27 fucking games in a row <laughs> you know it's like and uh, it's, yeah. and for the Celtics if they would have lost that one i that their season's over <laughs> at that at that point you can't recover from that I don't care if you got championship aspirations. You don't recover from that. 
You can't be the team that loses to Detroit, especially if you're a championship caliber team. You can't be, you can't lose your fucking home winning streak to goddamn Pistons. Season over if they lost their Panther. Well, slight overreaction, but I mean, we saw what happened with the Eagles losing to the Jets, and now their t- season's in a free-for-all, so <laughs> maybe that would be true. I, I assume since they're both in the East, they're going to play again, but that was, uh, that was a scary situation for the Boston Celtics. What wasn't scary is the Joe Flacco train continues. Uh, another big win by the Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco, uh, definitely comeback player of the year, but I'm not going to lie. He's an MVP conversation. I'm going to pull up these MVP numbers. I bet you he's third right now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, uh, no, seriously, I'm not even kidding you. Let's see. Where is he? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's, ten, he's ninth. All right. So I, I thought he'd be third at this point in time. It's, it's Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen back in the MVP conversation, Sex oh, Panther, uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, Brock Purdy dropped, of course. Tyreek Hill is right by Brock Purdy. Zach Prescott right over there. Jalen Hurts has dropped. Joe Flacco. Um, Matt Stafford after that. Man, Patrick Mahomes way out of the conversation. And no love for Jared Goff because he's Mr. Inconsistent. Hey, listen, Russell Wilson's still appearing. He's a plus 50,000, but, you know, he's, he's still there. So good luck not playing. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen for him. All right. Uh, listen, we do uh, get NFL. So, you know, solid transition into our NFL talk. Uh, lots of games to talk about. So where are we starting? I'm not in love with this week, Six Panther. I didn't think I was. And then somehow I ended up with eight games. Let's start off with the lone Saturday game. Detroit and your boy Jared Goff going to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. Uh, you know, we, we've been on this Detroit train since last year. We like Jared Goff. We like this offense. we got questions about their defense. Um, but the thing that's going to stand out here is just Dallas at home. They're undefeated. They take no prisoners. They beat the shit out of everybody in Big D. And I don't really see why this wouldn't be any more of the same. The five and a half kind of makes you think maybe Detroit, but they just have not been the best team on the road and even some of the games that they've won i.e against minnesota they probably should have even lost that one so i'm going to take uh the dallas cowboys and eat those five and a half points for 25 bucks some disagreement right from the start i'm actually betting detroit this is one of the games that i am betting i'm going to take the five and a half i i think it's going to be a close one uh dallas more than likely wins you know again they are Seven and zero at home, but I, I listen. Detroit, Detroit's a decent enough road team, you know. I, I think I think that they can go on the road and and win. I think pretty much, let's see, split right. They're they're five and two at home, six and two on the road. So Detroit's capable of of winning on the road. Um, I I think this is a big game for Dallas. I think this is a bigger game for Dallas than it is for Detroit. And I think in that degree, that's where Dallas shows up and wins this one. But also, I do think that Detroit's going to use this as a measuring stick game going into the playoffs and, and feeling like, hey, we do need to show up here. Um, but they've clinched their division. You know, I don't think that they're going to go push it for the next two weeks. Like, to, you know what I'm saying? I, I think Dallas is still out to prove something and is still out to win some games. So I do think Dallas wins by like a field goal. So $25 bet on the Lions. And Dallas is still kind of alive for their division as well, so they still have something to play for. 
Moving on to Sunday's games, probably the game of the day. This is for all the marbles in the AFC. The Miami Dolphins are going to Baltimore, take on the Ravens. Everybody, if they weren't already on the Ravens train, jumped on the Ravens train last week as they beat the snot out of the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. They return home, take on a Dolphins team that is explosive, right? I mean, Tua has been healthy, and we've always talked about what would Miami look like if Tua was healthy an entire season. He's been relatively healthy the entire season. Same with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, healthy the entire season, and lo and behold, they're a combined 25-7. and seven. I, This is going to be a fun game. I, I really can't wait to see this one. Um, but I still think as long as it's not close and Harbaugh gets in the way, I think Baltimore at home can win this game. I hate that hook. I should buy it down to three, but I, I'm on the Ravens here, minus a three and a half for 25 bucks. I get you minus three. Yeah, there's 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 plenty of sports books minus three. Uh Caesars, Bet MGM, Points Bet, um, I think Schmidt Schmivers. Yeah, Schmidt Schmivers. There's a lot of sports books with a three. So you can get the three, it's not a problem. Open up minus one and a half, which to me is just complete fucking disrespect for Baltimore, right? I mean, they're only getting the home three here, Panther. You know, like I don't like this line. I it's I don't like this. I don't I don't like this. Um Vegas is telling me to fucking take the Dolphins here. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna be an idiot. I'm gonna lean the Dolphins, but uh, yeah, like, shouldn't the Ravens be favored here by I don't know, five, six? You're telling me on 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 neutral field, this is this is an even game. You know, I don't know. I, I think I th- I think the Ravens are a markedly better team than the Dolphins. Now, Dolphins were what second in my DGen rank, so <laughs> I'm just saying the discrepancy between one and two is pretty high in my books, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to lean the Dolphins getting the points here, three and a half, because uh, that's what seems like the sports books want me to do. So I'll listen to the sports books. All right, next game up. Let's take a look at the Atlanta Falcons going to the Chicago Bears. And last time we talked about the Bears, we talked about what could have been because they've lost some really close games. This is a team that probably should be sniffing the playoffs, but they're not. They're just rooting for Carolina to keep losing so they can go get Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., um, but I don't hate this team. They're not quitting. Justin Fields has put a big, huge question mark on management's decision what to do with their coach, what to do with their uh, him, with, with Justin Fields, the quarterback situation. And I am in the camp of I don't think he's had the weapons. I don't think he's had everything that he needs. I don't think he's had the health, and he sure hasn't had the offensive line. I think Justin Fields should remain the Chicago Bears quarterback and they need to go get him some help. Atlanta, on the other side, this is kind of who we thought they were, right? I mean, they're they're winning games. They're losing games. We didn't expect a lot of them, but we didn't expect them to be the worst team in the NFL. And here they are at 7-8, and eight, kind of who we thought they would be. This is probably a coin flip game, but I think the Bears have more upside than the Falcons. They're at home. Um I gotta eat those three points. Give me Justin Fields and the Bears for twenty five bucks. Yeah, here's here's the thing. I, I agree with with the Bears. I do think that they need to give Justin Fields another shot, or or like going into next season. I don't think that they should, uh, uh, you know, give up on him. I really think that it's uh, it's his job ne- going into next year, and they shouldn't look to you know if they've got that high pick from the Carolina Panthers, they shouldn't look for a quarterback next year. I don't think so. I think they've got 
I think they've got a few more years to test out Justin Fields, to be honest. Like, I'm just saying he's progressed. He's progressed year over year. Uh, he was not able to throw the ball effectively in his first, you know, season. And uh, he's, he's, he's able to now. He's got some weapons around him and he's got an offensive line that's, that's being put together. So to me, it's like, yeah, you, you, you know, get him a top wide receiver and just have fun. Now for the Falcons. And here's where, Panther, I'm going to take a little of a side to talk about uh, the league, the NFL, and the business of the NFL. Because there are teams that will do what's best for the league because it's it's for the future of the entire, you know, every single NFL team. And I think the Falcons took one for the league this year in that, that they did not sign Lamar Jackson in the offseason. They were a team that talked to Lamar Jackson or, or talked about bringing in Lamar Jackson as their quarterback, but they didn't. And the reason is, and we've seen this before, I can use the C word, I don't care, collusion, Panther. The league could not afford to have Lamar Jackson get a guaranteed contract, just like Deshaun Watson did. They did whatever they could to prevent that, and in doing so, Atlanta got the shit end of the stick there. So whatever backdoor shenanigans happen, I don't know if they're going to be... Um, down 28 nothing in a Super Bowl and magically come back at some point in fucking time because the league owes them one. Atlanta took one on the chin because their quarterback situation is a mess. Such a mess that they're now talking about Russell Wilson. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck's going on in Atlanta. Um, as for this game, I like the Bears. I like the Bears to win this one. I think this is a close one, so I'll lean Atlanta with the points here, but I, I do I do think the Bears win this one and, and keep it interesting in the playoff race in the NFC. All right. Well, I'm trying to find one that we're gonna we're gonna jump on together. Did you bet the Baltimore game, right? No, 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 no. I bet the Detroit game. And it was against okay. you though. It was against you. We're still <laughs> okay. This is one. This is one for the parlay. I know it is. The Raiders are going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. And although I'm not in love with the quarterback situation with the Raiders, I do love what Antonio Pierce is doing with this team. I think they've got the fan base, you know, livened up. I think the defense is playing incredibly better. The offense seems to have some symmetry out there. Uh, the Colts, I don't hate the Colts. They're playing really well in spite of not having their um, – quote-unquote franchise quarterback playing this year he you know obviously got injured very early in the season but they still have been playing very well they uh, got Jonathan Taylor back last week still did not result in a win for them um, but you look at their losses the two the their two most recent losses were on the road they've played pretty decent at home but still the Raiders plus three and a half not only do I think they cover? I think the Raiders have a real shot at winning this game. I want the Raiders plus the points for 25 bucks. All right, you did. You found one. Totally agree. Betting the Raiders here, taking the points. But I'm almost tempted for the DGEN parlay just for fun to put it in at the money line. 162 on the money line. I wish it was a little bit more. You know, I like 180, I'd probably be betting the money line on this. I think the Raiders could win this one. Absolutely. So, yeah. You got it. You nailed it, Panther. Finally, we agree. $25 bet on Las Vegas. I might go two for two here. Next game up, Tennessee at Houston. 
both teams getting the quarterbacks this week. Will Levis will suit up for the Titans. C.J. Stroud, our presumed rookie of the year, despite the games missed. I don't think we've talked about any other rookie outside of C.J. Stroud that's put up the numbers at any, at any position. Uh, Stroud comes back. He says his shoulder's feeling good. Um, he needed that extra time. And we've seen what this Houston Texans team can be with C.J. Stroud on the field. Tennessee, you know, we're not in love with them, whether they're Will Levis or, you know, Tannehill or whoever. I mean, let's go back in time, right? I mean, this team, Vince Young, um, who is the other, oh, shit, I'm drawing a blank. Can't think of his name. McNair. I mean, this team has never really been an explosive offensive team. They're they're very limited on their upside. Um, so I, I don't that Miami game aside, that was a fluke. I don't know what care what anybody says. Them winning that game was a fluke. They're just not a very good team. I think the Texans cover the four and a half. I'll put twenty five bucks on Houston. Yeah, let's just rewind this a couple weeks ago. Uh, these two teams played, and Tennessee lost a very close one to Houston. Uh, Tennessee lost a very close one to Seattle last week. They lost a really close one to the Colts. This team is losing close games. Like, I really think that they're competitive. They're not just rolling over and fucking dying. I don't know if they're playing for uh, Vrabel's job or whatever it is. Now, this game is in Texas, uh, in Houston, and yeah, CJ Stroud should be back. Uh, I do think the Texans win this one, but I'm going to lean Tennessee getting the points here. I, I think that let's see let's see what best i can get you because there's a lot there's nothing it was four and a half was the best i can get you like let me look at this see if there's anything better out there uh four i can get you minus four that's a little bit better i might take the minus four with texas but four and a half just eh, hated hated that hook so uh yeah i'll lean tennessee with the four and a half all right next game up let's rip the band-aid off max talk about your la rams going to new york take on the giants who are just an absolute dysfunctional mess. There was a time where we thought they were going to make a run, right? They went on that nice little win streak against a bunch of nobodies. Um, but since they've lost two in a row and not really that competitive, I guess maybe you could say they were competitive against the Eagles, but the Eagles <laughs> have their own issues. The Rams, on the other hand, I mean, they're on fire. Even with that quality loss, if you will, that overtime loss to Baltimore, Rams are on fire, both sides of the ball. There's not a lot to say negative about this Rams team. This is a dangerous team in the playoffs. And if you're telling me they can't beat the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Lions, or the Niners, I'll call you a liar because I think this team right now, the way they're playing, they can. They can beat the Giants by five and a half points. And that's what I'm going to do is put the Rams on the road and eat those points for 25 bucks. Not not a great road team this year, which is unfortunate for them because they close, you know, they're on the road against the Giants and then they close out at the 49ers next week. Um, we just got to hope that the Niners fucking somehow clinch and just fucking rest everyone. <laughs> it's the only way that the fucking Rams are probably beating them. So this is it. This is their season right now, right? They they have to win this one um, to stay in the playoff race right there. Uh, that would put them. Uh, yeah, nine wins on the season, then they lose the Niners. Nine wins still might be able to make the playoffs there, especially, um, you know, if they get a tie with Seattle, they do get the tiebreaker there. Uh, I'm, listen, I, I have to bet this one. I have to bet the Rams in this one. I'm going to fucking do it with you. I'm going to, you know, 
believe that the Tyrod Taylor situation isn't going to swing the pendulum too much in the Giants' favor. He did give them a huge spark against the Eagles last week. But this this Rams offense is just clicking ever since Kyron Williams came back. And that was the missing fucking key for them. They need a running game because Matt Stafford is arguably the best at, you know, the play action, right? You know, like he, he, every time like he does a, a, you know, a fake handoff, the defense is kind of fucking like, you know, close in on Kyrie Williams. And then you see that's where he hits fucking cup or Puka Nakua, you know? So I like this Rams offense, a defense playing better, a little bit concerned about if Tyrod Taylor can actually be a, a difference maker for the giants. Uh, but yeah, $25 bet on the LA Rams. All right, next game up. This is probably for the NFC South division. New Orleans is going to Tampa Bay and uh, I think if we had questions of whether or not Baker Mayfield was going to be the guy, I think he's answered them. I, I don't know if there's anything he can do wrong the next two games to lose this job. He has played incredibly good football most of the season, but particularly in the last four games where they've won four games in a row. Now they go against Derek Carr and an offense that's been struggling, partly because Chris Olaf has been out. Um, he's questionable to return for for this game no decision made but they've lost three of their last five and the two wins that they had were against the Giants and Carolina so there's not even much to take away from those two wins just the way the Tampa Bay has been playing they're at home the way Baker Mayfield's been playing I think the Buccaneers are the play here I'll eat the two and a half and take the Bucks for 25 bucks yeah, I mean, a lot of teams could have had Baker Mayfield. A lot of teams could have had Derek Carr, right? And, you know, just looking at, you know, their numbers right now, I would, you know, basically say that uh, Baker Mayfield is the better choice. Uh, he's got, you know, more yards than Derek Carr, uh, 26 touchdowns to eight interceptions for Baker, uh, 19 touchdowns to eight interceptions for Derek Carr. Uh, not not been the the this, the quarterback or the you know season that they wanted there in New Orleans to be competitive and Tampa Bay was a streaky team. Um, they lost four in a row, six of seven, I think. And remember, there was just a period of time. It's like, man, I can't remember the last time Tampa Bay won. You know, they were won earlier in the season. They went through that lull. Now they're winning again. And you look at some of the losses though, and you know, a couple of those losses were only by two points. So competitive team all season long. I think they put the nail in the coffin and take over the NFC South here. And sorry, Homer, I know you're listening live and, and you gave up on Baker. Well, not you, but your team gave up on Baker last year. Seems like a mistake. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe his time with the Rams was what he fucking needed to get his head straight and get his career back on track. It looks like it's on track. I hope they sign this kid, you know, for uh, you know a good contract there in Tampa Bay. And, uh, yeah, leading to a division title tonight, well, this weekend. So uh, I'll lean Tampa Bay with you. Ooh, sorry. So we're still searching for a third. One more game for me. Last game for me, and it is the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Cincinnati's not dead, right? There's no E next to their name for eliminated. Kansas City won enough games early in the season to not get eliminated. Um, but two teams with, with tons of question marks. We'll start with the Chiefs, who've lost three of their last four. Two of those games at home. Um, they've been beatable home with four losses uh, on the season at Arrowhead. Cincinnati, everybody knows, you know, no Joe Burrow. And we've had them dead and buried 
But Jake Browning has put this team on his shoulders and done what he could. They're playing really hard. I'm not sure what their problem is in beating Pittsburgh. We don't like Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's garbage. And they've lost to them twice. And then in the last game, it wasn't close. Like, Pittsburgh just smacked the piss out of them. I, I don't know if that's just a matchup problem for the Bengals or what. But this is an NFL rivalry. This is something that they're doing. They're scripting every single season. Bengals versus the Chiefs. They want this game, and they want this game to matter. I think Kansas City gets the win just because Mahomes is healthy and Joe Burrow is not. But I think Cincinnati keeps it close. I've, they've got it at seven points. I'll take that seven points and put 25 bucks on my Bengals. You found the third game. <laughs> you found the third game. Um, yeah, listen, seven and a half we can get, Panther. Seven and a half we can get on the Bengals. Right. That's fucking absurd. I think Kansas City wins this one by two, maybe three. So yeah, Chiefs, they win. They they you know, they probably shut the door on on the Raiders winning the fucking uh, West. But I like Chaos Sex Panther. I'm rooting for the Bengals to fucking beat Kansas City here. So uh $25 bet on the Bengals with the seven and a half. All right, those are all my plays. Did uh save anything else for you that you're betting on? Oof, I don't think so. Let's see here. I'm just scrolling through the games. Um do, 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 do. bet that one. Nope, nope, nope. I think we I think we hit on everything that I wanted. Yeah, we hit on everything we wanted. So let's do the lightning round here. Uh New England versus Buffalo. Buffalo minus 13 and a half against the Patriots. I think Buffalo wins, but Seems a little too many points, especially with the way that Bailey Zappi's been playing. So I'll lean the Patriots with those points. Yeah, I agree. I hate the Patriots. I hope Belichick gets fired. I want to see new face in, in New England. But um, Buffalo's playing really well. And New England is not just laying down and being somebody's bitch. They, in their last five games, they've won two. And the three losses were not by 13 and a half, 14 points. So I'm with you. I lean New England with the points. All right, San Francisco on the road in Washington, finding themselves minus 12 and a half. Um, I'm going to lean the Niners in this one. It's a big, chalky fucking line, so I didn't want to bet it, but I do think San Francisco needs a bounce-back game after losing to the Ravens. Uh, Brock Purdy shows up, big game on the road. Washington's terrible. Uh, lean, San Francisco. Yeah, and then the fact that they've benched Sam Howell and uh, going to go with Jacoby Brissett here for this game. Um, I don't understand why they're doing that at this time but the only the only hesitation i had was the 12 and a half 13 and a half for san francisco on the road at home i probably eat 16 but on the road eh, just just a little too many i think the 49ers win it and uh, i'll lean san francisco all right another big uh line alert the philadelphia eagles at home minus 12 against the arizona cardinals uh, i think philadelphia wins this one but can they beat anyone by 12 points? Did they beat the Giants by 12 points? I don't think that they beat the Giants by 12 points last week, right? That The, the Giants came back in that one. Uh, and this Arizona team, we look, I mean, I think that they were dangerous when Dobbs was there. But I think they're capable of putting up more points now with Kyler Murray there. Um, that said, you know, they have been blown out. Let's, they lost by whew, 20-something to the Rams. They lost by 20-something to the Niners. They lost by double digits to the Bears, right? So, yeah, maybe it happens, but I'll lean Arizona. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'll lean Arizona. Um, they have been getting blown out. They've lost four of their last five, and they've given up a shit ton of points. But Philadelphia's defense is ass. 
Kyler Murray and this offense could put up some points to keep it close. Do we trust the Eagles with a 12-point line against anybody? I mean, if we don't trust them against the Cardinals, we probably don't trust them against the Panthers or New England or anybody else. So, yeah, lean Arizona with the points. And, oh, by the way, the Cardinals head coach, of course, was a coordinator in Philadelphia. So uh, maybe knows a thing or two about a thing or two over there in Philly and maybe stopping the Philly special or the tush push or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Carolina on the road in Jacksonville. I almost bet this one. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars minus six at home. Trevor, Joey, Johnny Lawrence injured. Carolina is a piece of crap team, but I think they can keep it close. I'm going to lean Carolina. I said it earlier in the season that, you know, everybody was like, oh, can Carolina go 0-17? Like, no, they're going to win a couple games. They've won a couple games. They could win a third. Jacksonville's not playing well. They've lost four in a row. Their offense has really suffered, only scoring 19 points in their last two games. Their defense hasn't been good at all. And even though Carolina's lost four of their last five Three of those games were really close. They lost to Green Bay by three. They lost to Tampa Bay by three. They lost to Tennessee by seven. Like, they're battling. I think Carolina, there's a real shot Carolina could win this game. But I'm not betting either one of the teams because I hate them right now. A lean on the Panthers. I'm going to say a name and you're going to be like, really? He's still in the league? You know, you know who Jaguars just signed as a backup quarterback? No clue. Matt Barkley. What? Matt Barkley just signed as the backup quarterback. They got C.J. Beathard, who's probably going to get the start of uh, with Trevor Lawrence out, but they signed Matt Barkley. <laughs> Isn't Barkley like your age? I, he's got to be. I mean, he was another one of those USC guys, right? He, he, Is that just I, like I, an indictment? Isn't an indictment on Cam Newton? Nobody wants to make Cam Newton. What is, it's terrible. What's going on? I, and honestly, oh. fuck you, everyone that didn't pick up Joe Flacco. <laughs> That too. Yeah, that's oh man. Uh Pittsburgh, Seattle. Uh Seattle at home minus three and a half. Jeez. I don't like either of these teams. I guess I'll lean Seattle here. Pittsburgh, another team that's eyeing up the Russell Wilson fucking train in the offseason. Pittsburgh's a disaster. I'll lean Seattle, I guess. Kind of to three and a half is just ah, I hate that hook. I'll lean Seattle. I hate the hook. It's I mean Seattle's won two in a row. Um, they're pretty good at home. Pittsburgh. Okay, so here we we talked about this last year. Same same show, different year. Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin never ever below five hundred, right? So he just needs to win one of these last two games. If he doesn't win this one, I will put the mortgage on the Steel. I don't even care who they're playing. The Steelers next week. Um, but uh, it's the end of the season. Mike Tomlin just seems to show up. They're in the playoff chat. Like. Betting against Mike Tomlin is the scariest thing, which is why I'm not betting this game at all. I will lean Pittsburgh with those points. Oh, by the way, they're at the Ravens next week. So. Ravens could have everything locked up. <laughs> they could. They could have everything locked up and not fucking care. Um, L.A. Chargers versus the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos make the decision to bench Russell Wilson, citing uh, money implications, meaning that they don't want him to get injured because he's guaranteed to get money if he gets injured. And so if he doesn't get injured, they can fucking cut him. Or trade them. No one's gonna trade for them. They're gonna they're gonna eat eighty something fucking million dollars in dead cap space. Sex Panther. This is gonna be ridiculous. Uh, Chargers seem to have some life last week against the Kansas City Chiefs uh, without their starting quarterback and firing their head coach. I think they have got a little bit of life this week. Lose by a field goal. So with a three and a half, lean the Chargers. <laughs> I almost bet them. I almost bet them. They played loose last week. Everybody's got life against the Chiefs right now. 
Jesus is not playing very good football. Um, but with the, I mean, Sean Payton saying all the right things, right? Like we're trying to win. We just have to do what's best for the team. If it, he literally said, even if it wasn't for the money that they were probably going to bench Russ Wilson anyway, um, just looking for a spark. He goes, and then he threw his whole team under the bus. Like, I mean, I can't, I can replace the quarterback. I can't replace five offensive linemen. I can't replace five wide receivers. Like, holy shit. Just bury the whole team, why don't you? I think there's problems in Denver. I don't know if they got a, the team's going to have a chip on their shoulder or they're going to want to like try and get Sean Payton fired or something. But Sean Payton's got a few screws loose, I feel like. I like the Chargers here with the points. I think there's a shot they could actually win this game outright. All right, last game up. Very important game for playoff implications. The Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday Night Football. No Monday Night Football game. Uh of course, right? Isn't it national championship? Is the is that the national championship? Is no, or the playoffs? The, 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 playoff. the playoffs. I mean, yeah, the the uh, the um, yeah the, the playoffs are on the New Year's Day, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So the, there'll be no NFL uh, competing with that, which means this is the last game of the week. Uh, poof, man. I'm going to lean Green Bay in this one because uh, this is a virtual tie for me. Minnesota going to move on to uh, the, the rookie quarterback who's, who's back. Uh, was it Allen? I think his name is. I, I could be wrong there. Uh, I'll double check that. But, uh, they, you know, they moved on from fucking Dobbs. They moved on from Mullins. They're on another quarterback now. They're in the Russell Wilson conversation as well. We'll see Green Bay trying to fight for a playoff spot. Well, both these teams are. Oh, man. I'll lean the Packers. I, I think they keep their playoff hopes alive and knock Minnesota out, which is crazy because we thought Minnesota was a lock like seven weeks ago. <laughs> With the schedule and everything, Jaron Hill is the rookie quarterback that you're talking about. Hill, Hill, thank you. Yeah, Fourth quarterback for Minnesota this season. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Um, switching, but I guess maybe they're looking for a spark. Uh, Minnesota, who we thought just had this thing. I mean, the schedule just laid out for them. And then they lost to Denver, lost to Chicago, beat Vegas three to nothing, lost to the Bengals, and lost to Detroit. They let a gift slip out of their hands. They probably should have won three out of those five at least. Uh, and then Green Bay, on the other hand, it's it's right there. They they can they can get in. They're gonna need some help. Um, don't at this point, I don't want either one of the teams in. Let's go Rams. But uh, with Jordan Love, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But like in Jordan Love, I trust, I guess. Go Green Bay. Um, but I don't like this game. I'm with you. It's a coin flip. I'll lean Green Bay. All right. And that does it for the NFL. We're going to take a quick break after that NBA NHL. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are back with you, possibly never even left. I don't know if this is going to be just a super long show or just a late commercial break, but either way, we are in the NBA with a pretty full slate of games, and I have one. One. I've got one. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a full slate, but I don't love it at all. I do have three. We'll start with Sacramento at Atlanta. Um, the, the Hawks. 12 and 18 like i guess maybe they're waiting to make a push or something maybe they're gonna do something at the trade deadline but there's not a lot to get excited about this hawks team the kings on the other hand as long as sabonis and De'Aaron fox are playing you gotta like this king's team they are obviously better um at home than they are on the road but and they've lost three of their last five but look two of those were to boston and minnesota I'm going to beat them up over those losses. Atlanta's lost three in a row, and they've lost to the Heat, Memphis, and Chicago. By the way, do you see what Memphis looks like without John Morant last night? Not, not, yeah. not the same team. Yeah, yeah. Not the yeah. same team at all. <laughs> but for this game, uh, I think the Kings are just the better team. I'll eat the one and a half and put 10 bucks on the Kings. I, t- I just didn't like this line. I get it that Sacramento's not a very good uh, road team, but – Man, like it's that it just seemed low to me. It seemed a little bit light. Um, gave me the heebie jeebies. I'll it's a point you can get a point and a half if, 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 you, if you're betting Atlanta, but it's it's a point. Um, actually, I can get you plus one Panther on the Kings. That's where it was. That's where it was last <laughs> night. So it's, it's um, moved about two and a half, three points. Yeah, because it's minus one, minus one and a half in some other books. So I'll still get you the plus one on the Kings. It's, Vegas has this as a close one. I'll lean the Kings here. All right, next game up, the 76ers are going to Houston. Take on the Rockets, who all of a sudden can't win at home. They've lost four of their, or three of their last five, and of those losses, three of those four were at home. They're, they, now, they lost to Indiana. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to Atlanta. Like, these are decent teams. Philadelphia is a decent, I mean, they're better than a decent team. Even though the expectation is Joel Embiid still will not play this game, I still think the 76ers are a better team without him. So I will eat the one and a half, unless you find me a plus line on this one. I don't think so. Uh, 76ers for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll give you some more support in this one as well. Um, Minus one and a half, minus two. Yeah, I'm not getting you a plus line on that one. They opened up plus one. Uh, yeah, Rockets, yeah, not the same team that they were for a good stretch of time. I do think they are beatable at home now, and I think the Sixers are uh, capable of beating them even without Joel Embiid, so I'll lean Philadelphia. All right, last game up for me, probably the game of the night. Oklahoma City going to Denver, take on the Nuggets. Did you see what Nikola Jokic did last night? Oh, just, he's ridiculous, this guy. And now he's, now he's perfect. Like, his third 
perfect triple double, which is perfect from field goal, perfect from free throw, and he put up a triple double. The guy, if they give it to anybody other than Jokic this year, he's getting the Jordan treatment. They're just looking for excuses not to give it to him because he's the best player in the game. And I really don't think it's that close. There are some great players in the game. Jokic is just on another level. At home, the Nuggets are virtually unbeatable. We love the Thunder. We, I mean, we love the Thunder. This is a really good team. If anybody can beat Denver, it's them. I just don't think it's in Denver. I'll eat the three and a half and take the Nuggets for 10 bucks. Uh, you know, he reminds me of is um, uh, when, when Magic Johnson bulked up, you know, and he still had that great court vision, but he was able to, like, go low post and, like, Mm-hmm. Only I think Jokic is a better shooter <laughs> than Magic Johnson. Uh, that's what he kind of reminds me of is that is that that period of Magic Johnson's career where it's like it was so hard to guard him because he was still athletic, uh, but bigger and could back guys down. And you, you can't throw a guard on him because he'll bully him around. You can't throw a center on him because he was too quick and would you know get these passes. Jokic is just a nightmare to fucking guard, and and I think that's what makes him dangerous here. Um, I like this OKC City Thunder team. I like them a lot, but I'll lean Denver at home minus the three and a half. This is going to be a stretch to find a parlay for today. Uh, what do you got? See if you can get me on board with it. Uh, just it's the Milwaukee Bucks. That's all I got. Minus five and a half on the road in Cleveland. I th- I think Miami, uh, Milwaukee. Um, oh, this is this line's fucking changing. It's almost six and across the board. I'll still get the minus five and a half here. $10 bet on fuck the Bucks. And the line just seems to suss to me. I, I, Cleveland's playing better. They've won four of their last five. Um, but I feel like Milwaukee probably should have been at like seven or eight on the road. Like they're just, they're, they're the better team. Maybe it's a gift, um, but lean the Bucks. but honestly, fuck the Bucks. You want to take Boston on the money line for the parlay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus scared out of them yesterday. They're good today. God damn it! Okay, uh, over to the ice. What you got? Uh, Rangers of Florida. Good game. Should be a really good game. But uh, I like Florida. They are my namesake, the Panthers. But Rangers are so fucking good, so good. I and I'm gonna get a plus line with the Rangers. I I have to. I just have to give me the Rangers for ten bucks. Yeah, I'll I'll give you more support and lean the Rangers in this one as well. Um, plus line on the Rangers hard to give up. Florida, yeah, d- damn good fucking hockey team, right? I mean they're they're you know right in the conversation there of uh, you know being a uh, you know top team in the Eastern Conference, but um, you know I I don't think that they're at the level of the Rangers and it's hard to resist plus line on on New York. So yeah, more support lean on the Rangers. Next game up, we'll stay with a New York team. The Islanders are going to host the Washington Capitals. Islanders, another team that the record doesn't look great, but their points do. As I think they're number three in the Eastern Conference. Going against a Washington team that, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Their record looks just as good as the Islanders, but the points just don't add up <laughs> as much. Uh, Washington's 2.34 goals for just is not very impressive, but their defense has been equally as impressive. They've lost two in a row, and to that goals fourth point, they only scored one goal in each one of those. 
the Islanders have been up and down. They've lost three. They've won two. They're, I mean, they're back. They've lost one, lost one, lost. It's time to win. Islanders are home. I think they win. Eating some chalk here. Ten bucks on the Islanders. Oh, man. Uh, gonna, I'm going to lean Washington in here. Just plus 140. That was tempting. There's such a fucking logjam in in the East when, when it comes to the, the standings and, and the points and stuff like that. Because would you say that the Devils are having a good season, Panther? Just per- perception-wise. You would say no, right? Not, no. no. And they've got 38 points. Washington's got 39. New York Islanders got 41. Carolina's got 42. Uh, Flyers got 42. Tampa Bay Lightning have 39. Maple Leafs have 40. And uh, Florida Panthers have 42. Like, the Devils are in striking distance of jumping right up into the fucking top of the standings, and they're having a shitty year. Just a lot. Of, and and then after that, like, I mean, even even the Red Wings, 36 points. You know, Pittsburgh Penguins, 36 points. There's a few terrible fucking teams in here, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Columbus. So with the plus line and that being that close, I probably have to lean Washington here. All right. Last game up for me. The Arizona Coyotes are going to Anaheim, take on the Mighty Ducks, who really are actually aren't that mighty. Um, but Arizona has been a very streaky team, and right now they are streaking the right direction. They've won four of their last five, the only loss at Colorado. Not going to blame a team right there. And Anaheim's been playing better. They've won three of their last five, including their most recent victory, a victory over the uh, Golden Knights, who... If you listen to me, they, I don't trust this team at all. Um, but this series has been split so far. They've played twice. The home team has won every time. I don't think that's the case here. I want Arizona minus 130 for 10 bucks. I'll give you some more support here. Don't love Arizona on the road. It's a, it's a fucking great home team, by the way, though. Arizona, really good at fucking home. Uh, I do think that they are the better team here. Anaheim should lose this one. So, yeah, I'll lean Arizona with you. That's all I've got for hockey. Ah, jeez. Um, I'm betting the Devils. Fuck it. I, I, it's, it's like, it's like Beetlejuice here. I've said the fucking name too many times. Devils on the road, good fucking team. I think they can beat the Senators here. Um, you know, Devils playing some better hockey as of late, and them on the road has been uh, money. You know, it's, it's almost. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Kings-esque on the road. Not quite as good. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, $10 bet on my New Jersey Devils. You know, mere images of each other, honestly. I mean, obviously, the Devils have a better record, but in recency, they in their last five, they've won their last two and lost the three before that. Ottawa has won their last two, lost the last three before that. If you look at their uh, metrics... New Jersey, 3.42 goals for per game. Ottawa, 3.43. Goals against New Jersey, 3.55. Ottawa's 3.50. Like, they're quite literally mirror images of each other. New Jersey has just managed to get more wins. I couldn't get to a side. I really think this is a coin flip game. I'd probably lean Ottawa just because they're at home. Um, But if you want to throw it in the parlay, that's fine too. I don't. In fact, I have our parlay for the day, Panther. Are you ready? What do you got? Because all we got is Boston money line. <laughs> okay, we got the Dallas Stars minus three fifty in the NHL. We got the Boston okay. Celtics on the money the line, win, right? Just a win, just a win. Boston minus three hundred on the money line, just a win. Denver Nuggets minus one forty, just a win. 
that DGen parlay pays a whopping 193. We got to close out the year with a win, Sex Panther. Let's do this. Take that's us all home. We're looking, that's <laughs> all we're looking for is a win. All right, real quick. I got to go find this here real quick. Oh, God. Oh, wait, wait, wait. NFL DGen parlay, too. We didn't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we got that one. I'll, I'll cover that one. I, we got the Las Vegas Raiders plus three and a half. The Rams minus five and a half and the Cincinnati Bengals plus seven and a half. What's that give us, Max? Uh, you're doing it too fast. Let me plug this in real quick. Uh, we got the Raiders. We got the Bengals and the Rams, right? That, that was the those are the three teams. That, right. Um, 604. Oh, plus 604. We like that. Maybe we can get back to back in the year with back to backers. All right. So now it's time to get out of here before we get out of here. Kind of a shout out, but I don't know if it's a shout out. Steven Glansberg joined, but it's not Steven Glansberg. It's Barry McCockiner with a different name. I'm not sure what happened to Barry McCockiner's name. That sucks. But the guys, when we were shit, shooting the shit in the asylum, I was like, hey, do we give Steven Glansberg a shout out? They said, hey, yeah, because we love hearing Panthers say Barry McCockiner. So, hey, Barry McCockiner, welcome back as... I don't know, your stage name, Steven Glansberg? I'm not sure what's going on. Is that your real name? Is this a name I'm supposed to know? It doesn't sound like a funny name. It's not like um, Mr. Bottom or something. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Somebody's going to explain the name. Otherwise, welcome back to the big show. Thanks to Homer J for listening live. UniB Knowledge just checked in at the end of the show, so we'll give him a shout out. But you guys can shout out with us on the asylum join our discord channel call us out by name we'll holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're do doing today and the rest of the weekend and when it's all said and done kids let's make some money fools this show is sports entertainment the information opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.